Has everyone got a cup of eggnog? Did we all get that when we came in? I appreciate it, and I do. Thank you so much. Wonderful, Jennifer. Yes, thank you very much, Maria. The eggnog is delicious. I uh, I don't drink, so I uh, but I'm quite appreciative of the hot chocolate that was done specifically for me. Wonderful, uh, wonderful. Thank you for being here, um, Jennifer, Brian, and Tyrone. Uh, I, I'm really going to need you to sit down next to the f- right here in the fireplace uh, for this one. It's hot. It's very hot. Toasty. Is it too hot? Yeah, I worry without a screen that a stray ember might burn one of us. Oh, um, I agree with Tyrone. Yeah, Tyrone, uh, honestly, I, I don't care if it burns one of us, but if it burned the, the Gazette. You spoiled it. That was the big reveal. I will never take you aside in confidence again, Brian. I, I, just, I just, I thought it would be appropriate to warn uh, everyone. Um, and, and, there, and there is a gazette. Yes. Surprise. Hardly <laughs> appropriate. I was going to use said gazette as kindling. Yeah. And, you know, I am morally against coasters as well. So I'm leaving rings all over the show. So, please don't be so cross at him, Maria. Well, fine. Uh, Happy holiday surprise. When I took that break in and went to go travel to Costa Rica rather than teach English 203, I did find a Shakespearean gazette. Maybe Brian would like to tell you about it since he knows so much. Can I? I mean... That was sarcasm, but fine. Uh, since I wasn't the one who, who found it, but uh, I certainly have seen it. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> guys, a Shakespearean gazette. And when I say Shakespearean, I don't mean in the style of Shakespeare. I mean Shakespeare actually penned these words on this paper. Wow, Brian, that is quite the find. Uh, and what it was doing in Costa Rica, Maria? I don't know. Maybe you'd like to fill in that one, too, since you know so much. Well, it would just be merely speculation. And you can speculate as much as I can. Although, of course, my speculation is... All right, fine. I'll tell you. It was was suspected he had a lover um, who went and traveled and, and, and took this with her. We are assuming a she, although, you know, we know the tales of Shakespeare. Uh... And left it there beneath, uh, I don't know, apparently uh, dug really deep beneath a, a palm tree. And, and Maria, uh, it would be great if you could just let us know how you found it underneath a palm tree. Well, I, I tell you these things in confidence. Well, you just mentioned it, so I thought it'd be okay to reference it. Why can't you just leave things where they are at the table? Fine. I was on a hike. I had to take a dump. I took one near a palm tree, and when I was digging for a frond to do you-know-what, I found a text. You're welcome. Thank goodness you did not poop upon said gazette. Yes, Tyrone. Thank goodness. 
at any rate, I'd like to share it with you. I I have not shown this to Brian. I, I would like to do the honors and uh, would would either Jennifer or Tyrone like to take a, a crack at opening it? I I would be quite pleased to and I promise not to poop on it if that's going to make anybody feel more comfortable. I too promise not to defecate nor urinate upon your gazette. Brian? I uh, merely wonder about the secretions on either one of yours hands and hope that the parchment doesn't simply come apart due to chemical interference of a human nature. Okay, Maria, I get it. Brian's being the worst. More eggnog for Brian, please. I don't drink eggnog. I am non-alcoholic. Please, not chocolate only. Well, eat a pig in a blanket or something. God. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to. Sorry, I'm just going to put the gazette down until my hand's steady for just a moment. I apologize. <clears throat> I can see here below the fold that uh, it it does speak of pigs in blankets. Uh, as it doth tell a story... Uh, let me read this headline here. Hamsmead Hog Factory has found a unique way to deal with the cold. Just reading the smaller part below the headline. It says, Farmer McDonald said, E-I-E-I, whoa, I've got an idea for my pigs to be warm with old sheep's wool. What a fascinating story. Evans. So if I were to open it further, it has a picture of him in a sort of spooning position around what I'm assuming is his prize hog, where it says, nothing cuddles cleaner than a great big sow from Dina. So, of course, we all know that Dina is a small town in the northeast of England. Of course. Of course. Oh, I knew that. Now, 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 just question, Jennifer. When, when speaking of, of, uh, you said that, that he, uh, are you saying this is a picture of, of Shakespeare or, or just some random person? Well, it seems to be one of, uh, the many people that Shakespeare had sort of grown sort of near. I, 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 I do not know, but it certainly does not look like the regular depictions of Shakespeare that I have seen. So perhaps he's just commenting on one of the locals, perhaps. Uh, the, the person being spooned isn't writing a play. I, I do not know. I, I'm looking at the same picture as you, am I not? I, I, just, it's closer to you. Well, okay. What I can see is a Caucasian man wearing... A peasant vest that we see very typical of the Elizabeth period, spooned up, smiling happily with a great whopping hog. That is what I see. Yes, it is a beautiful illustration drawn, perhaps even etched upon a metal plate. Okay. Is your eyesight really that bad, Byron? Don't confuse me with the English poet, please, Tyrone. These... Lips have rarely spoken in poetic anything, and I like to be quite literal, so my eyesight is 2045, exactly. Uh, 
since we're here for the Gazette, if I may. Uh, yes, the secret Gazette. Thank you. Um, I thought that I would randomize and, and, and turn towards the middle somewhere and, and surprise myself with the first thing I read. I will take it as a, a message, perhaps, like um, like a secret message for me. And the first thing I find is a, a recipe uh, for Slaughter's Stew. <clears throat> Do take a hog and behead it. If you make it thus far, one shall string it up and bleed it out for weeks. Once thou hast cut it down, remember with a smile and not a frown, for it is about intention. Quarter it, at least, and quarter the quarters, such that the hind quarters are what you place in stew. Thy spouse has certainly, in the time it has been strung up, gathered root vegetables, potatoes, carrots, the turnip. Those shall be quartered as well and fried in a cup of oil stirred and browned. Place the hindquarters within a pot. Make sure at this point they have not rot, for sometimes they do if they have not been salted properly. Cover with water, add a touch of vinegar, some wine or mead, and let it cook. Boil first, then a simmer for 24 hours, such that it becomes tender. And that is slaughter stew. Gross. I mean, we eat a lot of really processed sort of food. And I, I thought that, I thought that blood pudding was going to be my limit, but slaughter stew. Ooh. Mm. I was expecting merely a list of ingredients. So it is interesting to note how recipes perhaps have changed over the years. Yes, I, I can also see why they did not include any of his recipes within the folios, for they seem hard to follow. It also seems really basic. Like, that just sounds like meat and vegetables with a little bit of extra fat and water. That's kind of sounds like slop. It also kind of relies on, like, it's a very heteronormative lens to sort of look through this because it's assuming that your partner is going to be, that A, you have a partner, so presumably this is not a small dish because you're supposed to have family members to share it with. But is this to say that I can't make slaughter stew myself because I am a single person? No, no, you cannot, because you don't have a wife who's going to collect the potatoes and carrots and such things for you. Yeah. I do believe if we if we go back to the time that it was this was written, uh, that only only men could read the paper. Oh, uh, that's right. Hmm. 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 I don't know about oh. you guys, but it makes me feel like very naughty reading it and it makes me tremendously happy 
<laughs> kind of like a big F you to, to Shakespeare, which I've wanted to do that for a really long time, if I'm being honest. Oh, fair enough. I just noticed I'm underneath here as well. There's just a very small, what looks almost more like um, an announcement here. I guess kind of similar to what we'd find in, in like a, our newspapers as well, where it says, um, Farmer and good wife Bellows do welcome their 19th child. The welcome be a term of sarcasm for this is one child too many. The football team they tried to acquire is unable to work for this one is tired. He cannot kick. He will not kick. Please do take this child. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. It was weird how much Shakespeare tried to sort of advocate for, like, I, I guess I was talking about, like, nuclear families before and having to have a partner and that sort of thing, but maybe he was a little bit more, for better or worse, progressive than we thought if he's just in the business of giving children away or platforming those who wish to. Uh, yeah, the, you know, let's hang tight on any judgment till we're done. I, clearly there's there's some progression. I, I, I don't like to judge people who have 19 children. Yeah, it's sort of like if, like when you're like in public and you see a very exhausted parent obviously losing their temper with their kid. It's just like, yeah, I guess unless you're actively hurting them, they already have more patience than I do, I suppose. So, no, thank you. You're right. Sorry, I've been giving you a hard time, Brian, but sometimes you do come out with a little scooch of value. I, I think it makes sense that if you are so tired out from having 19 children and, and all that suffering that that entails, that you should be inclined to perhaps enjoy yourself by doing the act which would cause a 20th child and so forth and so on. And therefore you end up in a horrible loop that just be pain and pleasure and be it not a symbol of what our modern life is like. Yep. Cause being with you is, well, that's actually a loop of pain. <sighs> Uh, it's, I, I laugh. I laugh, Maria. I laugh. That but, was that was not sarcastic. Then what was it? Ah, uh, honesty. Anyway, Tyrone, can I get you another eggnog, friend? Ah, uh, yes, please. Top me off. Super duper. I I do appreciate going back to the Gazette, the uh, the truth and honesty which we find within its old old pages. Mm-hmm. Beautifully preserved under such an old palm tree as you described finding it. Yeah, what are the odds? Oh, speaking of odds, there is a there is like a, a, a gambling sports section here. Uh, the local teams. I I mean, some of this is fa faded, so I've only got fragments. Um. Oh yes, a scene here. This this scrap talks of the Liverpool Crickets, uh, the the all female team. That seems quite progressive for its time to report on such a sport. Uh, but the Crickets won their regional championship, uh, and uh, yes, they are celebrating by going to Disney World. Um, 
I think there's a smudge in there somewhere. It must be, must be. Yeah, uh, did you did you not see the the part of the the tennis matches? Uh, it looks like there are records there of uh, matches between uh, various players, but uh, I do notice that uh, any player who appears to be a royal uh, did win their match. Uh, specifically, the ones that were named kings, princesses, uh, queens, and so forth uh, never lost. Wow. I guess always bet on royalty, huh? They're in that throne for a reason. Uh, here, here in the section... Peasants for a game of ball. This week, there be a structured game in which all peasants are allowed to play. Please do show up with a ball, and please do kick it back and forth. That's it. I, I think we see the precursors of kickball. Oh, It'd be a difficult thing. challenge to have so many balls kicked at the same time. Correct. My concern being, if this is advertised specifically for working class people, how the middle and upper classes cannot sneak through sort of like as ringers almost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just very concerned about holding space for marginalized communities. And it feels like it was more prominent than ever in Elizabethan periods. You could you could teach a class on that. You think? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, absolutely, Jennifer. I would love to take such a class, at, especially since Maria's 203 has been overbooked after taking their sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to do Maria's 203, of course. Well, but, but, but that, that sounds fresh. Uh, marginalized people of Elizabethan times? Wow. You've got it nailed. I, I, I would say more here because uh, have you seen this part uh, here in the uh, this gazette about uh, the personal ad? Did you see that one? Oh, no. But uh, I guess you're going to tell us. Uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, Ryan. I, I'm, a, I'm always uh, looking to meet the, the stray member of, uh, well, uh, whoever would be interested in me. So I'm curious to see uh, in Shakespeare's time a, a personal ad. And, and let me just go ahead and uh, put on my glasses here and take a look at this. Um, uh, hast thou a better appearance than a pig? Be thou somewhat like a royal in appearance with skin flaky white or even skin coming off in peels for lack of vitamin, then thou art the one for me. Please send a postcard, and within the year I will reply. That be a promise for which I promise I will not lie. Then what about me? I am a catch most great indeed. Thou knowest not anything about me, and yet this here word will serve, and this one only, I be a man. I love the way it harkens back to when a simpler time when they were not charged by word or character like they did in personal ads in the 90s. 
I, I, and, and since this was only read by men, then this seems quite progressive as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, look, a, a, a missed connection. Uh, thy face was like the moon, a bright, white, fleeting moment across my night. For I saw thee, and then thou didst disappear behind a cloud of crowd. There I was standing beside the apple barrel, and there thou wert standing beside the fountain which had grown green with moss and algae from lack of filtration. Yet thou didst shine and ran away under the direction of my eye and gaze. Did I intimidate thee like a lion in the savannah? Did I intimidate thee like a storm across the sea? Oh, where didst thou run, thy beauteous nymph of the night? Alas, I shall never be thy knight. Oof. Mm. Very heart-wrenching to know that the only recipient would be other men to feel that heartbreak and perhaps offer competition. Well, what if it was meant for a man? Then it would be meant for those in the future, such as ourselves. Well, does everything have to be about you, Brian? God damn it. I just, I want to say that that, that quite beautiful uh, writing there was right on top of a little thing about a carriage warranty, uh, as in... Uh, Thou hast lost thy warranty on thy carriage? Uh, please contact us for further insurance needs. A very practical gazette this be. These classified pages are the, the gold of this document. They be the most legible and most interesting, in my opinion. It does make me wonder the way that we sort of disregard the advertisements that we are sort of engaging with today and how will they look hundreds and hundreds of years into the future? As hard as it is to understand and comprehend why one would want to cuddle with a pig, especially a pig dressed as a sheep, uh, these personal ads and classified listings uh, do seem most accessible. Some are most obscure, however. This one, be fragmented, and I don't think it's because it's a fragment. Um, a table doth stand on four legs, yet a raven does not cry to the heavens. Now, really, I mean, what is that? Is it selling or saying something, or is that a message? What? Is it, is it from the Bible? This seems straight out of a Dan Brown novel, that this is some sort of secrets of Shakespeare unlocked. I was thinking a flea market. A flea market. Uh, sort of like a come and get my stuff sort of thing. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm, oh, of course. Which, oh. to be fair, is not unlike the trying to get rid of a baby um, little excerpt there. But, but, but yours were far more poetic and nice and, and 
if I was going to find something while wiping my ass in the middle of Costa Rica, that's how I'd like to interpret it as well. You're so blunt, Brian. Wait, you did find this after pooping and wiping. Was that not clear from the get-go? I thought, well, whilst thou wert digging that, that thou had discovered this, and now I do fear that there be some matter scattered about. Tyrone, you're being pretentious. You can drop the Shakespeare. No, I am within the world of this said gazette. You know, whenever he gets agitated about hygiene, he gets all Elizabethan on us. Tyrone cannot handle the number two without going to the use of thou. Thou knowest that I have my flaws, which some would call great attributes. Where did you even get that soapbox? Did you bring it with you again? Because that is next level pretentious. Yay, thou shouldst bring a soapbox if thou needst to address a crowd. We're not a crowd, we're friends. Guys, we're friends. I know I'm ragging on Brian, but that's what we always do. That's fun. But like, Jennifer, Tyrone, like... Is there a way we can enjoy our beverage and enjoy the, the mystery and the, and the magic of, of this piece? Sure. Okay. I, yes. Yay. All right. Last, last page. Ooh. Obituaries. I don't know, guys. Ooh. <sighs> <sighs> This be a sad one. Uh, here lies a dear actor of mine own company. If there be another petite feminine boy available to learn lines quickly and okay with light kissing of a more manly male actor. Please inquire at the old globe to pay thy respects and to submit thy application. Oh my God, even the obituaries were like classified ads. <laughs> that that be the way you find job listings, when like New someone, York real estate. When someone dies, that opens up a position in the old times. Okay, so when I die, what void do you need filling? from another person or people. Yeah, that's a, that's a deafening silence. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I suppose we could pick up any of your classes. I mean, if it was Maria, it would be sarcasm or the 203 class, but... If it were Brian that died, we would need someone else to spill secrets and... And ruin everything? Yeah, like a literal scapegoat. It could be a goat. Okay, okay. Guys, like, my eggnog is almost done. Um, a little, a little warm and fuzzy. It's helped. If Tyrone died, there would be a maggot that came out of his body saying thou. Whoa! <laughs> Damn it. Are we just going to devolve like we always do? Might, might I make a suggestion that we put this gazette back in the ground so that someone many hundreds of years from now will take a crap and find a experience much like we did. Are you suggesting we Jumanji this gazette? Yes. 
having no idea what Jumanji is other than a movie of which I have not seen. Like we hide it because it's burdening, it's such a burden to our lives. And so we hide it because it cannot be destroyed. Yeah, it was a delight for the four of us, but it doth risk uh, being spread too much and not handled by the next one that seeks it out. So we must throw this Jumanji into a deeper hole or a river so that when someone doth find it again, they be prepared. Okay, wait, wait, question, question. We could uh, hide this torture for someone to find later, or we could do the world a favor and do what should have been done to Shakespeare's texts and just throw it in the fire right now. Why the phrase doth go finders keepers, not finders destroyers. That did not rhyme. Maybe because it's a bad idea. Okay. All right, guys, look. I got to go get another eggnog because this is not strong enough. What are we doing? I've got to use the restroom. If I could borrow a page of the Gazette to occupy me while I sit upon my throne and hopefully win like a royal. Now you're talking. Uh, Yeah, and I am... you know, I, I, I've eaten quite a lot and I might need some at home and I know that I'm running low on on, on shit tickets at home. So um, I could probably take a take a couple of pages off your hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I am preparing to be alone, uh, which essentially has been my entire life and would be less alone if I could as well take a snippet or two. I don't know what you're going to do with it. I don't want to know. Just take the page and run. Let's all be back here in five for another round of eggnog. Hot chocolate. Better make it seven. And scene! <laughs> <laughs>